guys. Thank you so much for listening to Bloody Podcast Patreon full exclusive episode. This today we're going to be this we're doing this late 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 in the night so I appreciate uh Cash and Maria for well Maria has to, but I mostly appreciate Cash for joining. We very much appreciate Cash doing it. I'm trying to pep him up now. I don't know if it's working. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> we woke him, him up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Maria woke him up and shoved a microphone in his face. You guys remember when you're a kid, your mom gets you out of bed super early? What's going? What is this? He still does that to me every morning, so I don't know what he's talking about. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, used, I used to go I'm five. Like, it's 11. Let's go. It's so early. <laughs> Went to bed late. That's the logic. To me, it's like if I went to bed at three, I want to still get eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So <laughs> eleven is not going to cut it. Yeah. I was raised by psychopaths. Yeah. Well, he was he was lucky in in a way. He was raised by like the traditions that you had to get up early, super yeah, early. I was raised Muslim, so I had to like wake up at dawn and pray and stuff like that. Oh wow. Yeah, it was great. Well, <laughs> no, see both. Both my parents are early risers, but I, my brother and I are definitely not. We are, we are late. Same. I think, I think I'm getting better at it though. I, mean, I sleep till about nine now. Yeah. It's not a good thing. It should be the other way around <laughs> that I get better at getting up early. Yeah. Close to you getting worse at it. I don't know. Well, I mean, where are we going right now? Well, that's yeah. half of my logic. Cause like I got up early for a really long time, you know, working and I'm still yeah. working. Yeah. But it, you can kind of do it at, you can get up at, at nine and start working at nine. I should stop talking about this in case work people listen to this. In case work people, <laughs> work people join Patreon. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm the same. I, I've, I've come to accept that waking up early is going to have to be part of my life, but I'm not happy with it. My mm-hmm. girlfriend's a napper. So what she what Star likes to do is she likes to get up early and then take a nap like two hours later. And I'm like, or we could just sleep in for two hours and then start the day. So I kind of like that, too. I kind of like waking up, being up for like maybe like a half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour and then going back to bed for another two. And then it's just like, come on, dude. I'm yeah, a king. that doesn't. <laughs> All right. I guess that logic tracks for you. Sure. I am that's I what just, kings like, do, I guess. Sure. I just love sleep. It, I, I love sleep. A, I could take a nap I, after sleeping in for 12 hours. I love it's sleep. Me. We frequently do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, wish. <laughs> I wish. I take nap. more naps now, now that I'm an adult. So it's like a lot of my life is just consumed by sleep because I sleep in late. I take a nap. So... I think if I actually got the day started, I'd get a lot more done in a shorter amount of time, but it's just because I'm so slow going. I'm just like, oh, I'll get up, I'll walk around, I'll take a nap. I'll... <laughs> I would love it if this is what the show was. We just talk about, like, just, you know, nap cast. Mm. <laughs> nap cast. <And> sleeps. <laughs> All right, let's get back to, to the cast yeah. and go back to nap time. Speaking of naps, uh, Gesina... Margaretha Gottfried. Now, this is a German woman, so I know I'm pronouncing almost all those names wrong. Uh, she is the, the killer we're going to be talking about. She's a serial killer who was born in eight, 1785 and executed in 1831 for killing 
possibly 15 people, potentially maybe more. She claims that she killed more people. I'd just like so. to point out, this is another old-timey... Yeah. yeah. I'm Was keeping that? with the theme. Yeah, we're oh. sticking to the 1800s. Nice. Yeah, bring the theme over to Patreon, too. So, Aren't they super fun? Yes. <laughs> the, yeah. The old-timey one? Yeah, I like you the old-timey ones. Attached to the victims. <laughs> you don't get yeah, it? It's, yeah. It's way easier to make fun of the dead. <laughs> like I said, like I've said many times since we've done the 1800s, I firmly believe that nobody in the 1800s was a good person. So I don't really have sympathy for anybody in, in this scenario. So yeah, I mean, it's really easy. I love it. If we could just focus primarily on the 1800s, that that would be great. I mean, so. that's its own podcast. Yeah. Casino was called Geshe, Gesha which is G-E-S-C-H-E. So I'm assuming it's Gesha or... Getcha. Getcha. I don't know. It's a, a nickname for Gesina. So Gesh. Maybe it's just Gesh. Geshka? Oh, it could be no. Geshka. It could Geshka. be that. She grew up in Bremen. She had a twin brother named Johan Tim Jr. Now, uh... Johan is going to be a crazy common name. I'm just going to let you guys know right now. I was like, is yeah, I think Johan's like John, where there's a lot of Johans. So there are like 20 Johans in the story. There's a lot of Johans in the story. Yeah. So father is Johan Tim, and well, he was a tailor. Mother was Gesha Margaretha Tim. So they all had their same names. So <laughs> there was a lot of confusion in that household. Yeah, I am Johan, Johan Jr. This is Marguerite, Marguerite Jr. Uh, guess, uh, the mother was a sewer and the father was a tailor. I don't know if I mentioned that. This is, what's funny is this is, I don't know if you guys, Cash, are you named after your dad by any chance? I do. Uh, my dad's name is my middle name. So. Oh, okay. Same here. Because um, my brother and my dad had the same name. And so growing up, it w there was always a lot of confusion where it was like, we had to be, my mom would be like, Bill. And then my brother and my dad from somewhere would be like, yeah. Be like, the older one. So. God, that must have happened every day. It happened every day. So you imagine if you're both, you and both your son and father had the same name and mother and daughter had the same name. How yeah, much confusion I mean, that's that is. On them. That's on them. Yeah. But I guess they figure, I don't know, the mother would never call herself. Yeah. That'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, plus, uh, if, you're, if you're like, oh, my, fa my father's name was Bill, my name's Bill, my son's name is Bill, my next son's name, Bill. <laughs> Were you waiting for us to say something? No, no. I was just waiting. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. Maria, do you that's know anything about comedy? <laughs> no. Sorry. But that's a dumb move. That's a silly, silly move. It's, it's very silly. I'm, I'm not calling your mom or your family dumb. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I call them dumb all the time. And it's even worse when, like, one of your, one of your family members is, like, really shitty to customer service people. Because then the yeah. other person, i.e. my brother, can't call Verizon without being like, Sir, just so you know, we, you're flagged as red. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk to you. I have to transfer you to my supervisor. 
<laughs> hey, well, at least he's getting the job done straight to the supervisor. That's yeah. what you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in 1806, Gesha was set up by her parents with a wealthy saddler named Johann Mittenberg. And they were soon married and had three children. Another Johann. Another what? Johann. What is a saddler? Uh, I'm assuming that's for horses. A guy yeah. that makes saddles or a guy yeah. that saddles horses? Cool. Both. Well, we need the public he, needs to know. He's wealthy, yeah. so I'm sure he he makes and distributes saddles. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> the the husband was um, Mittenberg was a alcoholic and a womanizer who frequented saloons and brothels. He died in 1813 under mysterious circumstances, but mostly oh. people assume that it was due to his heavy drinking and lecherous lifestyle. So um, somebody, somebody killed him and nobody was bothered because he was an asshole. Yeah. Gesha was 28 at the time and she was nicknamed her uh, friends and family at that time were calling her the angel of Bremen because she, of how doting she was on her husband and her children. She killed him. <laughs> she, uh, what they didn't know was that at the time she was having an affair with a wine merchant named Michael Christoph Gottfried. He killed him. <laughs> Stop it. The, the parents didn't agree with the relationship because Michael or Gottfried was adamant that he did not have any interest in getting married to Gesha. That's what I'm just going to call her. Because she was a single 28-year-old woman, which at the time is like, a single 65-year-old woman with three How kids. He? How old is he? It doesn't say. Mm-mm. I'm Not assuming sure. he was older. So he wants to hit it, but he doesn't want to put a ring on it? Nope. So the mom, the mom keeps telling her that she needs to find somebody to help her take care of her, uh, her, her kids. Well, on... Leave the children at home by themselves. Yeah. Find someone to take care of the kids. <laughs> I don't want them here. She's all stern, fucking bony hand. It sounds like a reality show so far. It yeah. does. Yeah, it sounds like that mom show where it's like Team the mo- yeah, no, the moms are like super into each other, but they fight a lot. What's that Team show? Mom? No, what? it's like it's like a the moms are like super in like the mom and daughter are super into each other, like almost in a creepy way. Where like there's one preview I saw where like the mom and the daughter sleep in the same bed. Smothered? Smothered. That's it. I haven't seen that yet. I, I, I like that one gives me the creeps. I've only seen the preview and I saw the preview where the mother and daughter sleep in the same bed and I was like, no. Don't want to be a part of that. Ugh, <laughs> uh, gross, 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 gross. I mean, look, I respect my mother, but no. <laughs> no. There's a healthy there's a healthy level of like avoidance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I love you, and now I'm going to leave. So <laughs> the mother kept being like, you need to, you need to find somebody. On that? <laughs> May 2nd, 1815, her mother all of a sudden passes away. Goodbye. She killed uh, her. Then. <laughs> a week later, her three-year-old daughter, Johanna, dies. She killed her. On May 18th, her six-year-old daughter, Adelaide, passes away. Killed I her. killed her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where were you in 
June, May 18th, 1815. I, I killed her and then I got back in my DeLorean. That uh, makes sense. <laughs> he just wanted to hang out in Germany. In yeah. The yeah, I wanted to see what all the hus- uh, all the hubbub was about. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you would, I have a feeling that there is a story where the that car, because that car just drives into the fut- like the past, but it, you don't know where you're going to land. So it could hit somebody and kill them. Yeah, that's what you have to be very calculated about. Yeah. The time era that you go into. Because if you go into, like, metropolitan times, you're going to run into a fucking Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I you could have taken your DeLorean and accidentally run Adelaide over and then been like, oh, my bad. <laughs> Total X. Total X. My bad. June 28th, her father dies. I did not do that one. <laughs> September 22nd, her five-year-old son, Heinrich, dies. Jesus Christ, people dropping like flies. Yes. Mm. So shortly after this, uh, her twin brother comes back from fighting a war against Napoleon. Now, this, the article that I got this off of, which is from a site called Deep Dive, uh, which was interesting, they don't say what war, so I looked it up, and based off the time frame, I think it's the the Battle of the Sixth Co- Coalition. That's the kind of stuff I looked up. I didn't look up what a Sadler is. The Battle of the Sixth Coalition gives <laughs> me no context. For, I, mean, the, I know that he, there were... the, the, the fact that you said fighting Napoleon gave me more context. You know that there were at least five coalitions before I that one. Yeah, there were at least five coalitions. There's normally, like, more and well, the battles are like you know they go into the 20s and 30s he fought so many battles that they just had to start calling them coalitions <laughs> <laughs> i mean were they even battles back then or is it just like a couple of guys in the field well i will say when i first read this i for some reason thought it said cotillion so i kept thinking <laughs> it was a battle of the six cotillion i was like oh that's a fun way to say war um <laughs> Cotillion. Yeah. Like, are they sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> are there little are there biscuits? Yeah. It's just color guard. It's a color guard <laughs> team from yeah. people fighting in the field. <laughs> Dueling with their flag. I love to see that. <laughs> so he, her twin brother, Johan, comes back and he's obviously suffering from PTSD, but at the time they don't diagnose his PTSD. They just say he's his brain done broke. <laughs> Yeah. So he's got a serious case of the blues. Yeah. And he he wants to start taking control of his parents' land and belongings as he has a right to do because he's the male-born heir. Well, Gesha doesn't like this, and weirdly, on June 1st, 1816, she cooks him fish and he passes away. Oh, so weird, the fish? Yeah. Wow. And the death certificate says that he died of venereal disease. So. Sounds like someone tried to fuck a fish. Yeah. That's some bad fish, honey. (laughs) So now let's get into what we know about what happened to these people. So at. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just laughing at you, fishy. That's dumb. <laughs> I'm just laughing at that. Too much sauce on that fish, honey. Yeah. A little green in the gills. <laughs> so we we know from 
we know from Keisha's confession that she poisoned her all her victims with arsenic. She did it with different kinds of arsenic. Um, the earlier victims, her twin brother and her uh, husband, her two, her late husband and her kids and her parents, were poisoned by arsenic found in rot, rat poison that she got from a pharmacy. So they said that she also um, had some arsenic that you could inhale as a vapor. Oh. Uh, and so it, apparently it was like very well stocked back in the day. So, um, what's so funny? I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just pull, pulling along, but ca- I'm going to tell you guys, you can't see this. Cash is dying. It's like, yeah. I'm trying to explain ar- arsenic and you would think that I am expl- I'm saying the funniest thing he's ever thought of. <laughs> It's fine. It's nothing. Okay. All right. What do you think? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. He's been laughing for like the last... I think that fishy <laughs> statement got him. It's still that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's give him a second. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. They're really good. All right. So... I can what happened? happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. So arsenic is also, it's also a powder, and they think that she mixed it in the food. We'll find out later she starts using a, a kind of arsenic that was used to kill mice called mouse butter, which is arsenic mixed with animal fat. Um, what? That's yeah. just poison. Yeah. Like that's- <laughs> I guess he would try and use that to probably cook the food, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. symptoms of arsenic begin with irritation and burning in the throat, which, by the way, uh, Amelia, as soon as I read that, I, I began having irritation and burning in my throat, and I thought, oh my god, I'm dying of arsenic poison. Your aunt is poisoning you, like, in the sixth sense. If she cooked anything, yes, she would be. <laughs> <laughs> nausea followed by, then it comes nausea followed by vomiting and extreme abdominal pain. And then diarrhea for about 12 to 18 hours. Uh, that coincides with rapid pulse, cyanosis, collapse, and then death. Jesus, so that, that's really hard. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So that's a very painful way to die. You, you always, here's the, the reason why I put that in there is you always hear when they say like, oh, women just poison. It's like, I gotta be honest, I would rather be shot. <laughs> I would rather be yeah. shot than poisoned. Yeah, poison is painful most of the time. Yeah, it's you painful. You feel it in you from the inside. Ugh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you have to poop, like, for 18 hours. Like, and it's like that. And it's like that kind of thing where eventually you, you have, you're out of poop, so then you just start crapping out your, your organs. I'm all fine. out of poop. I'm pooping organs. (laughs) Okay. So, Gesha then becomes pregnant with Gottfried's baby. So Gottfried's still in the picture. And she tells him, thinking that he's going to do the noble thing and and they're going to get married, and he breaks up with her. He says, look, you can still live in my place because they had moved in together, which I thought was weird. (laughs) She's just trying to hold on to him any way she can. 
So they moved it. They moved into his place, which I don't know why. I just thought this was interesting. Pelzer Strasse thirty seven was his a- address, which I feel like that's such a cooler address than what I have. Like, I wish how do I you could- think he moved in in the first place? I think she just showed up one day, or he showed up from work one day, and she all her stuff was already moved in. I think. So- you didn't move in today or she or she had it like all in the stoop and he comes home like you know carrying all of the stuff she's like surprise he's uh-huh. like what remember we talked about this like two months ago no yeah we totally did Ugh. oh i think he did she did it covert where she like would bring stuff over a little bit at the time to- at a time and then uh-huh. and then eventually she just was spending the night constantly there to the point where then she was living there and then he couldn't say anything about it so. Yeah, so she kills her kids probably to try to be with the dude. Yeah, because she doesn't, he doesn't want a girl with kids. Which and now she's pregnant by him. Why is that always the thing? Why is it always when a man says I don't want kids, the woman goes I know, I'll kill my kids. Like yeah, it's the only way for me to be happy. Is let me kill my kids. To be fair, there's many times when that hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but saying, yeah, when the things we cover. A lot of times when it's uh, patricide, is that in my sin? Or in fact, infanticide. Infanticide is when you kill kids. Patricide is when you kill the father. Okay. Yeah, infanticide, it's because they want to be with somebody. Yeah. So crazy. That's just, yeah, I mean, that's just a mind that has, that, that's riddled with problems. You know? yeah. It's also like a status thing. I think you think, like, what we did one where the woman was dating a guy. And she, like, said that a black guy kidnapped her kids, right? And then she, like, drowned them. And because oh, right, he yeah. said he didn't want kids. And I think it was, like, she was, like, oh, if I get married to him, I'll be a higher status and I'll have, you know, people will respect me. And yeah, so. But, uh, yeah. Either way, it's always, like, it's always to be with somebody, which is ridiculous. Almost so always. <laughs> yeah. Like, do over. So. Yeah, you can't do that. Sorry. Fucking so, close your legs that time, huh? So, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, seriously, ho. Yeah. Yeah. 1800 style. Um, Ye olde ho. Ye olde ho. <laughs> so she, she tells him she's pregnant, and he's like, oh, well, I don't really want to be a part of that. So she says, he says, you can live here while you look for another place, but I, I'm not going to, I don't want to be with you. Well, she, be, she starts becoming, like again, like this really loving and caring person and starts cooking all these meals for him, containing mouse butter. He becomes very sick, shockingly. And so then Gesha says, oh, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll help take care of you. Well, they get married. Gottfried becomes worse and eventually dies July 5th, 1817. Oh, and the baby that she was pregnant with was stillborn. Do you so, think that she cooked the baby some mouse butter? Well, it was stillborn, so maybe she took it and then hoped that it would kill the baby. So. Maybe she took the mouse butter and was like, I put it in my butt. Yes. It's closer to the baby that way. Yes. Well. (laughs) Whenever she did, it worked. So she, the baby was stillborn. Remember that, everybody. Yeah. The butt's the... mouse butter she just kind of like made a popsicle of it and just licked it a little bit <laughs> yeah mm. she figured it out she figured it out it's uh, what a conniving bitch so 
<laughs> Jump forward uh, to 1823. She becomes so she's still living at the at the Pelzer Strasse 37. Right. So 18 already. Like, how did she just get to stay there? Yeah, I think he. I think Godfrey let let uh, left her the house, so or the place. So because she they were married. She got him to marry. She finally got him to marry her. Oh, got her. Did marry. Yeah. yeah, he because. He was she was taking care of him, so she, he was relying on her. So he had to marry her at that point. That's a that's Whoa. a quality man, just a nice person. Yeah, after the whole thing where he, you know, you know, said wouldn't he be with didn't her because want kids yeah, yeah, told, you know, then broke kids. up with her when yeah. she was pregnant with his kid. Yeah, that old chestnut. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that old chestnut. So she gets engaged to her neighbor, a merchant neighbor named Paul Zimmerman, which I feel like all of them are merchants. 1800s jobs are like hipster jobs nowadays. It's like everybody's awesome. a merchant. Also, the last name Zimmerman, questionable. <laughs> so questionable now. Mm. So, yeah. So she also, she also, at this point in the article, what's funny is they said that she, she stocked up on mouse butter from her local pharmacy. Ooh. <laughs> every time or like i i don't know at all what the zimmerman merchant looked like but i just see george zimmerman in front like a, in front of an old school outside market merchant tent yes <laughs> with guts that's all i see yeah, right. yeah. And his dumb, <laughs> dumb fucking his dumb fucking face brussels sprout face oh that forehead that just like looks like it's it's just like five seconds away from being split open God. Everything else is like in the 1800s, but he's still wearing like a dumbass polo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, this Zimmerman dies. Uh, <laughs> June 1st, 1823. <laughs> he dies. Uh, so she, when he dies, she couldn't keep up payments on the her place at Pelzerstrasse 37, which again I think is just a cool name. So she sold it to a wheel maker, which it's like, come on, guys. Named jo- Johann Rumpf. Rumpf. But under the condition that she be allowed they- there to s- allowed to stay there forever. Oh. Which I feel like we've heard that where that was like a thing people had. Where like, I'll sell my house to you, but you have to let me stay here. It's like, why? Why <laughs> am I even going to buy it? Why would I buy it? Yeah. yeah. I can maybe see the Playboy Mansion. When they were like, oh, but he has to stay here. I can maybe see that. But like, a woman? Like, in her 30s? A woman? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, back then, though, like, maybe it's just different, you know? Yeah. If if, if I bought the Playboy Mansion and Hugh Hefner had to stay there, I'd be like, ugh. There's just different, there's just less houses to go around in general. So... It's not even a matter of like being able to buy a house. It's a matter of being able to find something that is a house. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, so Gesha quickly became a caretaker to Rump, his wife, and Mrs. Rump, and his children. Who you Rump? Rump? Rump. Yeah. Let me see it again. <laughs> so unfortunately mrs rumpf dies december 22nd 1826 the right. death of mrs rumpf i wonder if they're related at all to the trumps because remember didn't we find out that from like john oliver that his real name is like Trump or something yeah, yeah it's Trump. yeah 
So I wonder if they're related. If they are related, you know what I'm hoping for. Mouse butter? Yes. Yeah. A a long, healthy life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Mr. Rumpf became suspicious when he started noticing white grains in his salad and his ham. Which I read this and I was like, I sure hope that's two different meals. <laughs> wow, she didn't. No, it's not. It's not, first of all. Like, they used to have wine with milk back then. You know, not even that long ago. <laughs> oh, my God. You'd have, like, you'd throw some onions in your milk. And you'd be oh, oh, why? No. That's a quality meal. Mm. Uh, <laughs> have you had your onion milk? Yes, Oof. I have. I'll go to bed. No. Go to bed then. <laughs> no, I, I'll prefer. I prefer the mouse butter. I take the mouse butter to onion milk. I She's will... getting. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say after you say that mouse butter, like, all right, well, bend over. You know where to put it. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, she's getting lazy with her cooking. She's yeah. Instead of letting letting the butter melt all the way down. Yeah, mm. she is. You know, it's sometimes it's just like you know, I'm I'm just gonna do what I need to do. You know, fucking Geshka can't do anything right, though. Yeah. Fucking Geshka. <laughs> so he goes to the doctor and tells and so he saves the little granules and he tells the doctor about it. And the doctor says, oh, well, it could be arsenic, which I don't know how he would be able to tell. But um, it doesn't really go in depth in the article. And he know they notify the police. And on March 6, 1828, on her 43rd birthday. Geshka Gottfried or Jacina Gottfried was arrested. What do you mean you wouldn't be able to, like, I, you don't know how he would be able to tell? Like, it's it, just white granules. How could you be like, oh, that's arsenic, instead of just like, oh, that's salt? Like, I well, don't know if they is, tested like, it. Because he's a doctor. You don't even have to be a doctor. If I called you, or if you called me and you were like, hey, uh, so I've been eating this food that the lady in my house cooks, and I don't feel good lately. I have been, you know, just like kind of laying in bed and like having delirious episodes and lots of diarrhea. And then she keeps sprinkling <laughs> the stuff in my food. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. It- <laughs> well, maniacally <laughs> laughing. You should probably go. Like, my first question is, is it salt? And then you're like, no. <laughs> it doesn't and really well, have a taste. Poison. And then if arsenic is so readily available, then the- yeah. You don't have to be a doctor to be like, you're being poisoned. Well, first off, I don't appreciate you telling everybody what I call my aunt when I'm talking to you as the lady in the ho- in my house. So <laughs> The lady of the house. The lady of the house. She's also like, she shops at the arsenic store a lot. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she's constantly mumbling mouse butter. I mean, I don't know. I keep on seeing bags at the arsenic store on it. So, I mean, I guess she's using the same bag over and over again. But what if she's not? Also, we don't have any mice. So, <laughs> so she was in jail for three years dealing with investigation judge Franz Friedrich, who, according to the article I read, actually felt a certain pity for her and thus treated her very humanely. The two had conversations where he explained to her why he had to act with a harsh look when he performed his office, as this was not his real nature. There's some translation things going on. But yeah, I just love that he was like, aw, you poor lady. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't believe that it was a lady. Yeah. She's like, thank you, Judge. Now, would you like some muffins that I've made? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> They're real good. He's like, oh, shit. That's a new kind of sugar on top. That's the problem. That's why nobody dies right away with her. It's like they die every time because they keep having to poop. Yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're just talking. Uh, no, no, no. I was just, that's what I was saying. Yeah. The people who oh, have sorry. to poop say. So at trial, Casino was, was charged, or Geshka was charged with murdering 16 people, although she claims it was at least 30. For all the work I put into it, it's got to be at least 30. Yeah. That's <laughs> false. Yeah. On April 21st, 1831, Geshka Gottfried was beheaded at 8 a.m. in Domhof Square. Wow. A side note to this is that according to one report, the this article I read, as part of tradition at the time, before her execution, the judge broke a wooden stick and said, The rod is broken. The judgment is given. You must die. <laughs> Could you do that in a German accent? The rod is broken. The judgment is given. You must die. Could you give it as a as a Matt Berry? Could you do it as Matt Berry? The rod is broken. The judgment is given. You must die. Um, Cash, this is Clem Fandango. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. Great. Um, great job. Let's try it a couple more times. Okay. Could you sound uh, titillated? The rod is broken. The judgment is given. You must die. That's great. Um, can you give it a little more tit? Just a little more tit. A little more tit. Yes. Tit. Tit. Like breast. So the client is asking for, no, like titillated, please. T more titillation. Yes. <sighs> Call it what you need to. The rod is broken. The judgment is given. You must die. That's fine. That'll, that'll do. Thank you, Clem Fandango. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, well, what's that from? A Toast of London. Oh. There's always the Clem Fandango guy that gives him notes. <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry, I had to have it off because... My, uh, I was coughing and then I knocked my computer thing over. So, but I was laughing the whole time. It was that funny. It was that funny. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, side side note: This was the last public execution in Bremen. Finally, thank God. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Oh man. Yeah. What? That's right. What am I supposed to do on Sundays now? Have some arsenic. <laughs> what's funny is is in the article they say like oh people were really sick afterwards and they were like not okay with what was happening and then right afterwards they say and Jacinta's head was actually not buried but on display at a museum at Domhof to raise money for an orphanage it's like, what, what? <laughs> wow <laughs> what wow what a way I mean you gotta do what you gotta do back then again there's not much entertainment <laughs> you kind of it gets brutal were they bummed out because it was a lady whose, whose head was cut off? Probably. Probably, yeah. All that hair? Maybe because everybody liked her, too, though, right? Yeah, she always seemed like a nice person, so, you Maybe know. that was why. They were just so upset, they couldn't believe it. Her skeleton was also used at the city hospital in the Department of Pathology. So she donated her body to science? I, don't think, I think they did it. did it for her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you really had, she really had a choice in the matter. 
Yeah, back then you didn't donate your body to science normally. I don't think you just got stolen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, where's her ID? Is she a donor? They're like, yeah, she's a donor. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We got What's it. an ID? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so back then you didn't need an ID. You just made up the name. Yeah. <laughs> Damn Veronica Smith. <laughs> It is believed that she suffered from Munchausen uh, syndrome by proxy. But uh, at the trial, Gesenia, or Geshka, says that she actually did it because she felt a ecstasy-like satisfaction watching the people slowly die. Yeah, she sounds like a straight-up serial killer. Yeah. Like, she enjoyed it. Especially with the fact that she boasted her number. She knew her number. Yeah. Yeah, she, like, was upset that they wanted to put it so little. <laughs> so little? Yeah. He's like, I killed ten more people. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. The number's right. I'm I mean, sorry. do you tell LeBron James that he only scored a hundred free throws? Yeah. yeah. It's like, fucking hang my jersey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Retire my number. So, it's well, 30. it's funny you say that because they're, from this article, now, again, this article I read, I don't know... The I'm pretty sure they said that it's it's true, but uh, and they had a picture of it, but there is a lost in translation kind of thing. But at the center of Domplatz in Bremen, there is a tourist attraction known as the Black Stone. This is where the executions used to take place. People regularly spit on the stone, Ugh. and some it's to show their disgust with the executions. Others it's to show their disgust towards the executor. So, like, if you didn't like Geshka, you could spit on the stone. Like, till this day? Yeah. That's fucking foul. <laughs> I just don't like spit. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, especially in, our, in this climate, I don't think that stone's going to last very long. No. What, you're, okay, you're spitting where I'm walking? No, thank you, dude. <laughs> I just know that tourists are coming through in a hork and loogies on that shit. Oh, you know, like some like plane. New Yorker is like getting a big like <laughs> snot yeah. thing going. It's like, I-, I got it saved. I just feel like if I went there and I tried to spit on it, I would have the bad luck that somebody else would have to spit on it. And then their spit would somehow ricochet off of the stone. And it's oh. my eye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> If I was there, I would spit, but it would just go straight down and onto my fucking, my shoes. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. I would just, when anytime I try and spit, I accidentally start throwing up. So that's. (laughs) that's, You're trying too hard. Yeah. I I overdo it. I overshoot the landing. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, so that was the story of Geshka Gottfried. Damn, Geshka. Or Gesina or whatever you want to call her. Call her Geshka. Yeah. Yeah. Nice going, Geshka. Yeah. Way to hit it out of the park. Yeah. Geshka. You really did it. Geshka. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Thank well, thank you guys, you guys so much. Whoops. You say yep. it again. Thank you guys. Thank you and Cash so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Oh, oh, thank you. Stop no it. We, like you said, I have to, and he basically has to. No, he doesn't have to. Thank you. No problem. Show. I'm totally going to go back to bed and not dream about this. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Uh, thank you, patrons, <laughs> for listening. We'll be back very soon with more episodes about things. I'm going to start a new butter company called Mouse Butter. 
So I think it's going to go far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.